what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7. A fabulous Monday after the Masters morning to you. John Tabor, what's going on, my friend? Did you watch the Masters? I watched about the last half of the last round. If you watched the last half of the last round, then you saw the important things that went on. Going to get into that this morning. Uh, Jamie, back in the building again. This is two days in a row for you. Well, not exactly in a row, but uh, uh, I uh, convalesced over the weekend, uh, which means I slept a lot. Uh, and now back, uh, ready to roar with that uh, fascinating uh, uh, tradition like no other. Um, you know, here's the thing that, that gets to me. Um, I think, you know, what I want to see is John Tabor on that 18th hole. You know, on the in the gallery somewhere. You know, eating a sandwich or something like that, and because uh, that that to me represents, you know, the man. We can relate to that a lot better. This 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 uh, uh, creme de la creme crowd that goes, and you know, the wine and cheese crowd that's there. Um, you know, it's uh, it kind of makes you feel a little bit. Uh, how shall I say? Uh, not the upper crust. I, I got a question um, for you. Since okay. you watched the last part of that, mm-hmm. and Tabor, you did too. I thought I to both of you guys. Who actually got more airtime yesterday, Sergio or Sergio's girlfriend in that last? Oh, round? that wasn't the wife. That was no, just no, the that's the fiance. She won't be around long. Yeah, she's the fiance. They're getting married what? in June. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so how much did he bag with that win? Was that about a uh, two million? Josh, uh, well, maybe she will stay around point. then. Oh, yeah, she, she, she'll not, stay around. She's not going anywhere. And I, when I saw Sergio, I thought, well, okay, you know. The, the, and then I saw the girlfriend. I'm going, oh, is this an example about kicking your coverage? She used to be a Golf Channel reporter. Did she really? Yeah. A Golf Channel reporter. And, so she knows uh, about putts and drives. Absolutely. And, and you know, uh, nothing nothing to me in the spring yes. is more patriotic and more American than watching the Masters. You know, you're watching that last round, and nothing spells patriotism like watching a Spanish guy and an English guy compete for one of your country's favorite championships. Yes. Well, we're putting America first at the Masters. America. That was another example of putting America first at the Masters. Uh, we have a guy from Spain and England uh, kicking our tail. Uh, but, you know, everybody. But by the way, we're 3-0 and against them in wars, if you're yeah, counting. Well, I guess we are in that case because we sure as hell can't beat them in golf. Um, here's the thing. Um, you see, Sergio, this is the third Spaniard to win. Uh, Ola Basel or whatever, and then uh, Sevi Bellasteris. Sevi Bellasteris. Say that after three martinis. Uh, but he is also on the. Uh, those are previous winners from Spain, and then of course we have uh, a number of, uh, of folks. But I'm ready for uh, the old lefty to win one. And, and now he may be too old. I don't know. Uh, how old is Phil? The, the, the Southpaw. Yeah, Phil. Uh, he's South African, right? Isn't Phil South African? Mickelson? Yeah. Oh, okay. I well, think he is. Is no, he I not? Think, no, he's he's ours. Is he American? We're going to claim him. Okay. I, um, I, look, I know some golf aficionado is going to call me out. Triple eight nine nine three. Well, we know nothing about golf except the grass looks pretty and uh, Sergio has a hot girlfriend. Sergio has a hot girlfriend. <laughs> Other than that, we're going to leave it up to Jim Nance and and a, the tradition like no others. Now, I tell you what, I want. I 
uh, where the heck is Butler's cabin? I, I don't know. They, you know, they take them to Butler's cabin and they fit them with the green jacket. Dude, everything, Jamie. You know, everything I, is, is is set, isn't it? It's uh, yeah, it's so tradition laden. Like I said, I got a chance to go some years ago, and well, there's an enigma right there. Yeah, right? go figure. I had mm-hmm. I had a, a very wealthy friend that felt sorry for me. I, I think see. he lost a bet. Maybe it was maybe it was but, Sergio's girlfriend. No, I, I would have remembered that. I bet. Uh, but at any rate, everything is so tradition laden. Yes. That uh, and I was trying to explain that to my to my wife and my youngest son was watching a little bit yesterday. I was watching with some friends down in uh, Ponchatoula on uh, Saturday evening, which you don't get TV. And I don't care. You could have a plasma seventy million inch television with all the co- what the you don't see on that television mm-hmm. is the, how the colors pop. You know, it's spring uh, in Georgia. The vibrancy of the colors, the, uh, the the birds chirping. I mean, it's a, an incredibly alive place. You can catch some of it on television, but you really you, can't you, appreciate you can. it. Well, when yeah. I was there, I came back like, man, you got to see that. I came back and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not the same. But just the the way the greens are set, mm-hmm. the uh, the rotation, the I don't know what's the word, undulating greens or whatever. The and you could see it break one way or another. These are the best players in the world, and uh, they're hitting the ball all the time. Well, uh, incorrectly. Yeah, undulating meant a whole new different thing for me three or four weeks ago. But as far as you're concerned. Yeah, uh, don't want to picture that one No, either. no, you don't. Um, here's the thing. Uh, do they, is it my understanding, do they redo the course about every two years or something like that? I, di- I didn't know. Sometimes I think they change the layout. Well, they change the pin placement all the okay. time. I mean, they change the pin placement every day. All right, but as far as the, uh, as far as the course itself, you're not, it's my understanding, other than the Masters, how often is it is it only played on certain times of the year, and you have to pay like a million dollars to play the You got to be a member. You got to be a member. You got to be a member. This is the deal. Uh, okay. but the friend I was telling you about in Texas when I got to is go, he a member. He no, but he is an associate. Uh, Frank Broyles, the old sure. uh, football coach, is an original member there. Mm-hmm. He got him on. And today, and they'll do this at a lot of major events today. And a lot of people don't realize this. They'll keep the pin placements the same, and they on Monday is the hardest day of the year to get to the Masters to play because they'll leave the pin placements the where they were for yesterday, and they'll have all the members come out. Hmm. Uh, and they'll play today, and, you know, you can take, uh, like, one guest. It's, you know, it's one of those deals, if you have to ask how much it costs, you can't afford it type deal. But I know Colonial is like that. There's a, a lot of courses that will leave those pin placements exactly the way they were. But uh, the Masters is incredible. He, and my friends played it four or five times uh, with Broyles and different guys, and it's just uh, – Jamie, just the the vibrancy of it, the the tradition. You know, you talk about Butler's Cabot. All these different things go with it. Television is done well, and I guess those plasma flat screens or whatever the elliptical kinds are now uh, do it a little bit more justice. But man, that is absolutely a bucket list thing uh, for for if you're a golf. And I'm not a golf guy per se. I'm a sports fan. But man, you get an appreciation when you go see that stuff. Uh, and you see how good those guys look at the light, look at the playoff hole. The guy did, just played that. That would have been the one, two, three, four, fifth time he's played that 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 singer hole, uh, the eighteenth hole. And off the tee, <laughs> he hits it out of bounds. Yeah, I, I mean, so it's these are the best players in the world. It's a challenging, uh, to say the least, course, and just the least little tick or whatever can throw a shot off. And uh, I guess that's what makes it. it, When I was younger, I didn't really appreciate it, maybe like I do now. But man, those cats are really, really good. It's it's really a great way to spend a you know a a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Um, 
And and I think that uh, you know, it's, it, as you said, it's so tradition laden, and it's uh, it's one of the few. I, I really can't watch golf very much, but it's just for whatever reason it holds your attention. Maybe because of the you know the uh, tradition and the pageantry, but I like to, and it seems like lately they've all come down to playoffs, um, and this was a you know no different. Um, but I just thought it was a you know a tremendous event uh, the way it's put on, and uh, I was uh, glad to glad to watch it. But I, I think at the same time, Terry, you know we uh, we tend to we tend to, at, at this point in our history. We tend to set aside things that are traditional, and it's nice that we come back uh, to this at least one one week in a year and, and can appreciate it for, uh, you know, as they say, the pageantry, the tradition, and, and it's uh, I don't think that's necessarily a bad. Jamie, thing. as I've gotten older, I, this is the one thing I do respect about golf. It's uh, and you know, of course, it's not politically correct. Then again, neither am I. Uh, we talk about being a gentleman's sport, and, right. and I th- and I think that connotation is is, is not sexist in any way is the fact that you do things the right way there's honor associated with it exactly and if you saw those two guys afterwards justin rose and and, i mean that was a hard thing to lose but yet you see all the golf players coming out on twitter and different places hey congratulations uh justin rose incredibly conciliatory and a very tough one to lose now i mean absolutely you know and, and so there's robbery those guys like each other some you like better than others i'm sure like anything else but just the the competitiveness, but yet the dignity with which they did things, and I think you're right in that. I think sometimes we get away from that. We have the and one mentality in all of our sports mm-hmm. that you know it's not enough for me to beat you. I want to embarrass you. I want to be. I want to humiliate you. I want to uh, let everybody know I'm that much better than you. And just in case they forget, I'll point that out on my way out the door. Um, but I, I think this is a throwback sport. And the older I get, and maybe it's we're old guys again, I'm becoming to uh, I'm, I'm I'm starting to take a lot more uh, pride in that. I mean, Justin Rose, hey, congratulations to the Sergio Garcia incredible battle out there. Sports in the moment can be tough, but it's just sport. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Roy McIlroy, two unbelievable players, two great friends. I couldn't be happier for uh, for Sergio. Uh, Angel Cabrera said something in Spanish that I don't know what it means. I'm assuming I'm going to translate that. Hey, nice job, Sergio. Well, we better win. We better uh, learn it because apparently, if you're from Spain, you got a good shot of winning it. Lisimana de Sergio anticipate. Congratulations, Sergio. And you guys that know Spanish probably know I just made that up. Uh, Emmett Smith, congratulations. Never say never. Ricky Fowler, Rich B, Michael Strahan, you name it. Uh, they're sort of coming out of the woodwork congratulatory uh, messages out to him. And, again, Brooklyn Decker, of all people, the famous volleyball player that's married to Laird Hamilton, the surfer. Uh, so I just th- I think people got caught up in that. Um, and, again, golf is an individual sport, Jamie. Gol- is. Golf's yeah. absolutely an individual sport. But, you know, I do watch the Ryder Cup sometimes mm-hmm. as that becomes a team thing. And I do want to transition off of golf. And you guys are, are welcome to text us, 888 uh, Phil, I guess we have a lot of golf. Thanks, Sunshine. Uh, Phil is 46 years old, and uh, he's won three of them. So Phil's won three Masters, mm-hmm. uh, according to Sunshine. I knew he'd won one. I wasn't really sure. Uh, a little nugget on that, uh, Terry, uh, just to, to piggyback off of that. Are you – are you aware, in addition to Butler's Cabin and all the tradition-laden um, surroundings of the uh, of Augusta, uh, there is a champions locker room? Yes, I didn't realize that. And you only the champions dress in 
and and you see Tiger Woods and and everybody who has won, uh, it, which is uh you know interesting. Of they itself. have a dinner they, too. Yeah, they kind of let you. Oh, really? A yeah, they have a, a champions dinner okay. one of the nights before uh, before. It be, I mean, it's a week two week festivity. I mean, it's yeah. And then they had the amateur. Did you see the interview at the end of the thing yesterday? When they brought in uh, Jim Nance and they brought in the amateur that won it and they brought in, uh, uh, what's the guy, Billy, uh, whatever his name is, the head of the Masters. Yeah, they that's in Butler Cabin. Yeah, right? it, I missed that. Yeah, and they bring in uh, the, the amateur guy that won mm-hmm. it. And they start off interviewing the amateur guy. Yeah. And, I mean, and he was, you know, he, uh, you know I don't want to tell I think he shot like 74, 75, 74, 75 in that range. And, and so they do it. Like, dude, talk to Sergio. Amateur guy, congratulations. Here's your truck. Get out the door. Let's talk to Sergio. Well, and you think about this. Uh, I think the the really uh, epic part about this victory was I think it was his 74th. He had never won never. the majors. Never. And he had come close, obviously. and uh, But he had this uh, this situation that uh, he just played his, his best round. And I think he, uh, you know, uh, everybody pulls for, I, I would suppose, Sergio among the – the players on the tour, he's considered just uh, just a really great guy, uh, hard luck, and uh, finally gets rewarded. And you could see the relief on his face and, and everything else and all the emotions that played out on the 18th green, I think, was, uh, was, was to me, riveting television. And I think it was uh, – and then they switched to the girlfriend, which was riveting in of itself. So I'm happy for Sergio in a number of ways. Uh, he did win the, the Masters, and it looks like he's uh, – uh, going to to do well in in June, so uh, well if you're Sergio and, and you don't have uh, a young lady of that level, it's your own fault, right? I mean, come on. I, I don't know, but I, I will just say this: it was uh, it was great to see him win. Um, he takes his place among all the you know the of the past, and uh, I got a, I got you know it's one of the things I was thinking about. Uh, as they went toward the 18th, I was all of a sudden my thoughts switched to Arnold Palmer, who passed away recently. And uh, you know, they—that's one of the things the Masters does as well. It tries to bring back all the right the older older guys that have uh, you know either you know one or, or so so forth. And uh, and then the thought turned to Jack Nicholas. I think they did a little bit of that. So anyway, it is a great part of Americana, and uh, it's good. It's great to have it this time of year. Uh, very special, and uh, I think we'll be treated next year to much the same. Yeah, so. Looking forward to it. We're going to take our first break. We come back. MVP of the Mo- National Basketball Association. Are you on the Russell Westbrook train or not? Hey, he's a really good player for the team that's sixth place in the West. At any rate, you're listening to ESPN 97.7. segment sponsored by title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in America. I think Dr. Weber needs a shot at the yeah, Masters. Dr. Dr. Weber could probably play the Masters. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe. 318-345-4545 North Monroe Animal Hospital. Dr. David Weber. La Edge back un momento. ESPN. Hey Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. Spring is here, and so are the great deals at Jim Taylor and Ruston. Save $12,000 off MSRP on a 2017 Expedition. Save $10,000 off MSRP on a 2016 F-150. A 2017 Mustang for only $20,987. And save $11,000 off MSRP on a 2016 Super Duty. If this tag is on your car, you know you got a great deal and great service at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. 
Off MSRP includes all factory and JTF discounts, price plus TTNL talk and notary fees. Stock number 17017-16470-17029-16482. Must finance through Ford Credit with approved credit to qualify. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Skydiving is the bomb, but it ain't free. So when I'm not falling belly to earth, I'm looking for ways to get the most out of my money. As you might imagine, I've got some pretty lofty expectations when it comes to CDs. That's why I landed at First Guarantee Bank. Ten seconds! From high-performing CD rates to extraordinary customer service, at First Guarantee Bank, they are downright fanatical when it comes to delivering sound banking solutions. Cross your arms and grab your harness. Go, go, go! Drop into First County Bank and get fanatical rates. A two-year CD at 1.50 APY, new money only, or a five-year rate at 2.50 APY, new or existing money. Call 888-375-3093 or go to fgb.net to learn more. First County Bank, home of fanatical banking. The minimum balance required to open an account during the advertised annual percentage yield is $2,500. Member FDIC. Good morning. Here's the latest weather conditions for our area. Mostly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of rain today and a high of 79 Mostly cloudy, 40% chance of rain on tonight, a low 62. Cloudy skies with a 60% chance of rain on tomorrow and a high of 75 degrees. Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Sean Williams is playing on his cell phone in the background over here somewhere. I can hear his fingers typing. He's already looking at the draft. I can uh, tell you that. Checking right out he, the draft. He's checking the transaction board. I, well, I, I'm going to jump around to something. I told you we're going to do the NBA stuff in a minute. I, I, I do want to do the NBA deal uh, on the on – the, uh, excuse me, not the draft, but the uh, the MVP race. I've got some pretty hard opinions. I know you guys that listen to that find that hard to believe. By the way, this segment of the show is sponsored by our friends at GB Cooley. Reminding you of sport at worthwhile calls the Louisiana Special Olympics. All right, Jamie, a little spring football week uh, action this weekend. Mm-hmm. An unusual ending to a Southeastern Conference spring game. Yeah, Mississippi State's. Indeed. Uh, Jonathan Abram uh, transfer. I think he was uh, – he's a Mississippi native, signed with Georgia. 
uh, went JUCO, and uh, he's he's the one man responsible for ending the Mississippi State spring game. Uh, any of you saw it on video? It's uh, I think the kid's name's Benny Brazil, or took a pitch and uh, uh, dropped the the ball. You know, he, he fumbled and uh, was chasing after it, and uh, Abram came at him like a freight train, never stopped. Shoulders high. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like he dipped his head or anything. No, no. He, 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 would, uh, is obliterate a good word? It, uh, you know, it's it's kind of hard. It's It happens so fast. Ouch. But we weren't, I mean, apparently it was such uh, velocity and the, the impact of the hit. Uh, I think the kid's okay, but uh, Abram just kept on running from what I, he may be in Meridian by now. We don't know. But he hey, last uh, chance you he could go back. He could. He was well. That's not too far from from Mississippi State. So anyway, he um, that was what Mullen said. Enough. We're done. I'm going to get somebody killed out here. Uh, understand the young quarterback from uh, Landry Walker, Keaton Thompson had a had a pretty good showing. I uh, don't know if he's going to see the field this year for state, but uh, they're probably, pretty good if he doesn't. Yeah, if you're Mississippi State, I think the prototype. I think you have to be at least six three or six four and weigh about two thirty. Uh, that seems to be, and that's that's what Thompson fits that bill. So uh, you got to give Mullen credit. Uh, I think that one Dak Prescott's a pretty good example of what he can do with developing quarterbacks, and he's taken a, a pretty raw kid out of Georgia, Nick Fitzgerald, and now it looks like he's a starter. And uh, so quarterbacks seem to be the it goes back to Tebow, Chris Leak, yeah. the guys at Florida that he uh, that he mentored exactly. And so that's that's quite the quarterback coach with Mullen, and you know. A lot of uh, conjecture on whether he might land even in Baton Rouge before they hired Ed Orgeron. I think his name was being floated about. But let me ask you this, Jamie. Yeah. You know, is that as a coach, do you go, you know what, we could get somebody killed out here. We're shutting the scrimmage down because you know there'd be retaliation. Because right. the offensive guys are not probably liking the fact that their guy got his head taken off. Yeah, almost. Uh, you know, do that to other people, not our own team. But there's that fine line between competitiveness and, and I mean, what you know, you're trying, you're playing for playing time. That's your spring game. Oh yeah. And having to make that judgment in the you know fifth of a second, sixth of a second, had the guy caught the pitch, it would have been a great play tackling him, right? Exactly. Read it perfectly, full speed, you know, bam. The fact that he didn't catch the ball, and you know, maybe the kid didn't say, who knows? But uh, you shut it down. Well, and it was interesting that the kid never went for the ball. He just it looked like he was a. Uh, like he and he and the uh, running back, and I think his last name's Bazil, um, had 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 maybe had a, a a tiff or two before the game. But anyway, he never went for the ball. It didn't. It looked like it was almost like a dead play. Yeah, is what it looked like. And then uh, apparently there was no whistles involved, and and Abram took his opportunity. But uh, you go down to Auburn right now. You know you've got Jarrett Stidham, uh, the transfer from Baylor. Looks like he's going to be. Uh, uh, I think he's probably placed himself right now at the top of that list. Uh, Sean White, uh, again, sitting it out, uh, doing being injured. Look, Auburn had garbage at quarterback. Uh, I don't think they've got that anymore. This the uh, kid from Baylor. My, my Baylor friends were really high on him. Yeah, he's a good ball player. But uh, they had uh, J5, the guy from Last Chance U, that, mm-hmm. you know, he can run. He couldn't really do anything else. And then the, the Sean, you know, they're getting ready to fire Miles on before they, before they survived LSU. You know, LSU is an eighth of a second too late. Or you know what? That's Gus Malzahn. Well, I think it's out of a job. I think he uh, he may have bought himself a little time with uh, Rhett Lashley going to Connecticut as OC and bringing in Chip Lindsey, who has a 
quite a pedigree there in the state of Alabama. Uh, high school coach, uh, worked his way up through the ranks, which uh, Malzahn has a great affinity for, uh, is the high school coaches because he was one himself for a while there in Arkansas. And uh, he's brought in Chip Lindsey, uh, who I think is going to make a difference in that offense. Uh, he was at Arizona State last year. Um, so I look for Auburn to have a, an uptick in their offensive production. You're going to see some different uh, schemes and so forth. Uh, maybe things had gotten a little stale. And uh, Lashley needed a chance to get out from underneath Malzahn's wings and took it. Um, and then now you've got, uh, you know, I think LSU, I think you also had going on at the same time, you had Texas A&M, maybe Tennessee. And LSU doesn't play theirs till the 22nd. In fact, I think the players are off right now. Um, and then you hear, of course, whether Danny Etling will, will continue. And it looks like I, I think he will emerge as a starter. You've got uh, – uh, you know, some young kids, Lowell Narcisse, who I think is still kind of nursing an injury. And Jamie, then, is that guy good enough to win? No. Uh, well, that's the problem. You, and, you can win eight or nine games, and I'm not knocking him because he's stable. He's like having a uh, a Chevy Impala. I mean, it, it gets you from point A to point B. It's, it's going to start. It's going to run. But you're trying to win the Indianapolis 500, and you got the Chevy Impala out there. Well, here's the thing, though, Terry. I think he's taking some kind of pedestrian quarterbacks at his – Matt Canada now. We're talking about the offensive coordinator at LSU. Uh, Chandler Harnish at Northern Illinois and, and some other guys that, uh, uh, you know, he did a great job with uh, Nate Peterman at, at Pittsburgh, who was a, a relatively unknown, uh, signed with Tennessee and transferred to Pitt. And uh, Canada did it wonders. I mean, right, right now this kid is, uh, uh, I know he's one of Sean Williams' favorites and, and as far as quarterbacks goes, as far as the development. And that's what's going to be the key. But, I mean, I think with Etling, you do, you're probably right there. You do have it's some. It's a Chevy Impala. I mean, it's a good one. Well, you've it's got, got some, a nice paint job. You've got some I mean, physical limitations with Etling. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, I don't think it, they're ready to, to, to throw that position open to a true freshman. And in that case, you've got, you know, Justin McMillan, who is who hasn't played much, and Lindsey Scott, who was redshirted last year. Where did he come from? Iowa? Who? Etling. Etling came. Um, Purdue? Yes, Thank he was. He and, he and Appleby okay. was a Purdue quarterback. He wasn't good, and, and I'm not knocking this kid because I thought he did well, a nice job he for him last year. Purdue. Okay, yeah, he, but he nice. leaves Purdue, and you go to LSU, and Purdue has half the quarterbacks in the Southeastern Conference that transferred from Purdue that are playing. And so here's my question for you, and, and I'll throw this out to everybody else. I didn't know we we're going to go in this direction, but we will. Everybody makes a big deal about the coaching hires and all. And look, coaching is important. Don't get me wrong. All right. At the end of the day, if you're depending on coaching to develop a C quarterback into a B-plus or A quarterback, you're wasting your time. It's not going to happen. Now, can you take a B quarterback and make him better? Yeah. Can you take a D quarterback and make him functional? Probably so. I don't care who you are. It's not like they have a magic book of plays and and things. You can work technique, and it doesn't matter the sport. You know, you could have uh, David Ledbetter come work with me on my golf swing. I, there's a certain level. If I can break, if I can get to break a hundred, then that's going to be a success. But don't put me out there against pros or, or even you know anybody that has a clue that can break eighty. And so I, I guess you know I hear and I talk to people this weekend in South Louisiana. They're telling me all this stuff about the coaches. He's got this magical playbook. No, there's no magical playbook. There are guys that do things better than others. Are there coaches that are better than others? Yes. No question about it, but if you don't have a, a, a player in, 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 in all of sports, the most important position in any sport is quarterback. And you either have to have one. Look at the NFL, Jamie. 
If you don't have an all-pro quarterback, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. What we talked the other day, I can name you eight teams right now that have no chance to win the Super Bowl. None. Zero. Nada. Not going to happen. And we're in, what, April. And so if you look in the, in the college fo- football, the people that are at the top of the polls preseason are going to have an experienced, proven quarterback that's going to be playing on Sundays. And if you're LSU, and I don't care if it's Les Miles, I don't care if it's Orgeron, I don't, I don't care if it's the late, great Don Rickles. It doesn't matter. If you don't have a big-time professional quarterback at LSU, it's your own fault. Well, and they come close. Um, I mean, you had Gunnar Keel committed at one time, um, and he, Notre Dame, then Cincinnati, finished pretty strong. He'll be drafted. Uh, you had Felipe Franks, who's probably going to start for Florida by midseason, if not sooner. Uh, they, I, I don't necessarily buy the theory that LSU doesn't have good quarterbacks or has not recruited good quarterbacks, I think they've missed on a few. Uh, that lead thing is a little bit of a and, – and, and, Look at Titanic going, hey, that's, that's a pretty decent but Terry, over there. you're talking about coaching doesn't make a difference. Look what, look what uh, our favorite coach Lane Kiffin did with a true freshman, okay? And you would say going into that that, that Jalen Hurts was probably no better than a C quarterback. And look what he's a he five-star did. quarterback coming out of Texas, one of the top recruited guys in the country. Yeah, but he did a lot with his. But then again, to be able to translate that the jump from high school to college, and what the the, the field of vision that Kiffin was able to give this kid, where he could, you know, he could, and he, I guess you could say they prior to that, you've had quarterbacks like at Alabama, like Davis and McCarron, who would you call basically game managers? Uh, not great, not the best arms in the world, but certainly good ones. And now you got a guy like Etling who, you know, no, I mean, I don't think from a from a athletic standpoint you can count on him to beat you. But if there's enough things that, and I'm like you, I mean, I, I'm a wait and see when it comes to to uh, to Canada because you know it depends on what he's got to to work with. But uh, I think they're gonna, I think you're gonna see some some different things come out of him where he may put Etling in a position where he doesn't have to you know, necessarily beat you with his uh, with his athleticism, and they've got enough people yeah. around him. No, absolutely. I mean, I think the play, the playmakers are there. Oh, the playmakers uh, have always been there. But it hasn't. I, and I, I get a little them. animated on that one, and my apologies. We're going we're gonna to keep kicking this around. I do want to give it to the NBA okay. MVP race we return. We might kick this the last segment as well. You'll see ESPN 97.7. Jamie Foxx, Terry Waldrop, The Edge on a Monday, Postmasters Monday. Segment brought to you by our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza. By design, Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. Go by and see Jay, Eric, and company. Tell them you heard about it on ESPN and The Edge. Back in a minute, folks. Hey, small business owners. Are you managing your backups or are they managing you? Kevin with High Tech again. What if a tornado or a flood or a fire destroyed your office and all of your files? Or CryptoLocker came calling and denied you access to your data. Could your business recover? At HiTech, we have a solution that will back up, protect, and recover your data, and it's more cost-effective than you think. Call us today at 582-1800 to learn more. That's HiTech, 582-1800. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, and our spring clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge. We've got a great selection, so hurry in to pick your new ride, like a 17 Dodge Challenger SXT for only $23.9. A 16 Dodge Dart is only $16.9. Take 20% off 17 Journeys. A 17 Dodge Durango is only $27.9. And get a 17 Dodge Charger for only $23.9. 
It's going on now during the spring clearance event at Vernon Dodge I-20 Service Road, Ruston. No need for you to worry. No need for you to fret. Coldwell Banker Group One, proven to be the best. So if you want to buy or sell, put us to the test. Coldwell Banker Group One, put your mind at rest. In West Monroe, Ruston, or Monroe, Office 3610300, each office independently owned and operated. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a one of a kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West. Monroe LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. It's Legendary Life Tips with Brett Favre. My kids keep tearing up the lawn. You got any tips? Just walk around the yard in your bronze cleats. It aerates the soil. And here's another tip. Go to favorites.com for a great quote from Farm Bureau. Wait, bronze cleats? I don't have any. Thank you. Get great auto rates, local agents, and fast claims at favorites.com from Farm Bureau Insurance. This is Will Specht. In Lincoln Parish, call me at 255-2908 or see me at 2000 East Kentucky Avenue in Ruston. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. I invite you to see my son Chris or his friendly staff today for the best prices on clean pre-owned homes. On pre-owned homes, there is no sales tax. Save thousands. See us today at 9650 Mansfield Road in Shreveport. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx in the peanut gallery. Checking, us, <laughs> checking it out today. I, you know, I could, uh, this segment, let me, let me clear that we one out. We need to have like a booth over there where our, you know, we can put them all in a, a soundproof thing. They can watch the show and... Sean, Sean, Sean language. Sean will will emerge from it at some point. You, it's getting closer to draft. You watch. He's 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 like the uh, mad scientist over there. Yeah, we might have to get Sean on later this week to tell us which LSU quarterback is going to get drafted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, well, you are bad on the LSU quarterback. I, I'm a realist. What the hell's wrong with? I mean, you I'm just a realist, Jay, I don't drink the Kool Aid. It's not Kool-Aid, Terry. It's it's like You're right. It has to be stronger if you're an LSU fan. I think you've had some heroin-laced you, you, strawberries over there. You need some ethanol there. now. Look, here's, here's what, what I'm telling I'm an LSU fan. Look, I'm an LSU fan. Yes. My daughter goes there. I pay a lot of money, okay? Well, that's true. My dad went there. So, I, you know, am I a kick the dog if they lose? No, but I'm also a realist. LSU has, what, the second most people in the NFL in the last 10 years, Right. I think that's what – I mean, they've had unbelievable – and still do. Unbelievable talent. Probably two of the top five in this draft. But there, there's two things that are predictable. LSU historically underachieves at quarterback. It's historical. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fad. And number two, got to pay taxes. Those are things that are given. And what I'm telling you, it you know, coaching, does it make a difference? Yes. And I'm not negating that. It does. But – if you don't have a high-level player to develop, then you can only develop him so well. And it makes sense with Les Miles, and you're going to see it with Orgeron. The reason that they didn't do much with Brandon Harris, the reason that the playbook was very limited, is because he couldn't do it. 
And so why give a guy, put him in calculus class when he can't multiply basic numbers? Now, it's your fault he can't multiply basic numbers. You recruited him and signed him. So something in that recruiting process down there has been flawed. You mentioned Felipe Franks. You mentioned some of the uh, the Gunner Keel. Gunner Keel, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned those guys that they've had on campus and had committed, uh, committed that didn't go there. Well, okay, there's something amiss here. Well, that, you know, to me, I think you can trace that back to Cam Cameraman. Uh, I, and I want to say, see, I'm going to take the different angle that you are. I think now with, uh, and I don't know how long he'll stay, but, I mean, I think that's, there's the difference. Apparently, you know, for whatever reason, Canada has taken some pedestrian quarterbacks at his previous stops and turned them into some pretty pretty serviceable. And I, I, I'm not saying he can take, you know, Etling and you know, by the way, you're not invited to the Etlin Christmas dinner right now. You, I like Etlin. It's no, you not don't. his fault. No, you don't. You yes, hate, I do. It's you hate, not his fault. You, well, but you're 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 like saying that just because he's he's been pedestrian to this point, he's not. I think, I, I think with this, it's going to be maybe it is not, but maybe it's not. Like wins taking this. a girl that's a five and you put a makeup on her in a nice dress, you enter the Miss America contest. So there you go again. With uh, I mean, it's not her fault. She's a five. No, that's true. Uh, Right, right. I'm not blaming Etling. A five doesn't look that bad right now to me. Um, <laughs> but don't blame Etling uh, for what he doesn't. Uh, I mean, I, I think this is. I think Canada can bring some things out of him that uh, Cameraman couldn't. And I'm not saying they're going right. to. I'm not saying they're going to win ten or twelve games. I'm you know not who his boy that. was though, right? You know the reason he's at LSU. Why? He, because no. Cam Cameron, they were boys in Indiana. Well, there you yeah. go, right there. Well, okay, so now you're trying to link Cam to him. Uh, which is true, by the way. They're both Indiana natives. But I'm just saying that you got to give – I mean, let, let's just – we're getting ahead of ourselves here. We've got to let – and I'm not saying that, that either Aranda or Canada are the second coming, but I think you're going to see an improvement. Uh, and, and I don't think even on a good – with the parity in college football, I mean, hell, I take nine wins right now. If you're LSU, if you oh, just throw that to your people, LSU throw, fan. If you nine, win nine games this year, are you happy? Triple eight, triple eight, nine nine three seven seven six. What's nine games? If you win nine games, is that the season? Are you happy this year? If you're yeah. LSU fan, is that what you paid that money for to win? Nine, and what's nine games going to get you? Third, maybe in the West. Yeah, but I don't see anything more than at this point. With uh, and I'm I'm, I'm going to take your your side here in this point. I don't think they have the quarterback play to necessarily. Put him out, but I think he'll certainly be serviceable. Um, and here's again, I don't know what. Here's the thing, Terry. If he's, what are you gonna? What you got behind him? I don't know. That's the thing. If he goes down, <laughs> not my problem. What do you? <laughs> it's not. You're just gonna eat strawberries and ponchatoula all summer. But I mean, it's going to be. I think those things are laced with something. I'm not sure. I'm out, by the way. Oh gosh. Uh, if, if if you're wondering why we're doing this, folks, Terry, as you know, is a world traveler. At least when it comes to Louisiana. And he was in Hammond Ponchatoula this weekend, and he's brought back these. Is, is that all you're familiar with? We're more familiar with the Catfish Festival here. Terry goes and eats strawberries. Says a lot about him. But anyway, uh, he has spent a week down there with the, uh, and I think there were probably some LSU fans. In oh, that a lot area. of LSU fans. Yeah, and they I were, had my LSU hat on, Jamie. Yeah, and they were telling, well, see, you needed it, though. I had a guy brought, that walked up to me and said, roll tide. Yeah, well, well and then really? somebody hit him with a strawberry. It was awesome. Yeah, I've got a whole new – we we can do a whole new show on Alabama fans, let me tell you. They're the gift that keeps on giving. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm sure they had some, some opinions, and uh, maybe some of them were similar to mine. Maybe, maybe they feel the same way you do, that they just simply can't 
I, I don't know they can't. I mean, you've had Burt Jones. You've had Burt Burt Jones. You've had Burt Jones. Burt Jones. <laughs> um, you forget uh, who was the guy? Yeah, that, David Woodley that started in the Super Bowl. Do you remember there was a guy from Tallulah that played quarterback at LSU for a while? Unfortunately, he drowned. Carl Otis Kale Trimble. I remember Carl Trimble. You remember sure Carl do? Trimble? He was uh. Uh, Played with Terry Robisky, if I'm not mistaken. Robisky, who is now assistant coach somewhere. But we've had, uh, to, to to our point, you've had some some good quarterbacks there. It's, you just haven't had them lately, and and we'll see. <laughs> lately being the last forty years. <laughs> well, see, Perry, it's a damn good thing you didn't go. You're, you're, I don't. Your your daughter may be kicked out of LSU no, before being, this is happening. I'm being realistic. I, okay, let's let's look at this, Jamie. Okay. And I, again, I'm an LSU fan. By the way, we have three texts, and nobody's happy when nine wins. Nobody is. Nobody's happy when nine wins. Uh-huh. Here, here's what I'm telling you. If I look at Ole Miss and the quarterbacks that they've had, okay, uh, this is Ole Miss superior quarterback play to LSU. Uh, Alabama, and, and I think Alabama is close to LSU in a lot of ways. They've had marginally better quarterback play than LSU, and I think it's going to be interesting. You raised a good point with Jalen Hurts at Alabama this year with uh, Lane Kiffin not there. How does he respond uh, to the new coach? And now he's, this is going to be his third offensive coordinator in two seasons because uh, Sark bailed on him to go to the Falcons. And so it'll be interesting to see that dynamic, and we'll put your theory to the test there. Um, so much so it's changed that they brought in Chris – Alabama's brought in Chris Winkie. To help yeah. with the uh, the new offensive coordinator, who I think came from the Patriots. Yeah, it was a Patriots, not guy. the OC, but, but he was yeah, on that staff. On that staff. So, yeah. you know, if you look at even Arkansas, everybody has had professional quarterbacks. So, what I'm telling you, I don't know what the issue was at LSU. Maybe you know, Brandon Harris was a heavily recruited guy coming out, and we, we you know, your boy over there got fired because Nick Saban lied to him, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> they weren't going to recruit him at Parkway. And so you've had guys that have not panned out. Either you've had a really bad run of luck, but it's not like they meant to do it. But what I'm telling you, for the last 10 to 12, 14 years, they have historically have not had a quarterback on level with the rest of their play. They haven't had the level of, of, a, of a, a running back. And I'm not even talking about Fournette. I'm just talking about good running backs like LSU had, good defensive backs, good linebackers. good re- Half the NFL is LSU players. All right, let's, let's – uh... Let's talk a little bit about Fournette, and then, and then this system that Cam Cameron ran. He's in the. He's going to be a top. Would we say top ten? Is Cam Cameron an antichrist? Uh, no. Okay. But uh, but he knows it. Yeah, but he's he's he hasn't gotten rave reviews either before or after LSU. I'll just say that. But uh, anyway, uh, one of the knocks on Fournette uh, was that he couldn't catch the ball out of the back. Well, how many times was he thrown the ball? Maybe 40 times his entire career there? Correct me if I'm wrong. In order to catch the ball, someone has, has to, to throw, throw the, the ball. ball right. To you. So, I mean, that was that, what, what, we're ta- what I'm talking about is I think a lot of this is related more to scheme, more than, uh, than talent. And I, I just think you're going to see, uh, you know, the, even you saw when, when Cameron left and Insminger took over, you saw – a more why what you would saw uh, they took the shackles off a little bit. Okay, th- think and, about why, Jamie. Think about I, why I, for a minute. The reason they did that, Orgeron is auditioning for that job. Ed Orgeron had no chance to get that job. He was the interim guy. 
the only way he could get that job was to, to win like he was doing, get that public opinion, that crowd swell going in his favor. So why not? What do you have to lose? You're playing with house money. Hey, let's open this thing up and let's just see. What happens if he went, you know, two and five the rest of the way? Two and six, He's not going to get the job. All right, you can lose to Alabama. And they, and they played Alabama incredibly well. 0-0 going into the fourth quarter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you end up losing. You lose on a, on a bizarre thing at Florida. You play Florida at home where you should have won the game. And so that's the only two losses you have, right? Right. And, and games you probably should have won. or Florida, you should have won. Alabama, you could have won. Okay, but my point is I think, I think you've got an offensive coordinator down there that's going to put the players in a position to make plays. Simple as that, and including, you know, Danny Atling. Um, again, I think it's it's going to be a situation where the, w- some of our texts are saying nine wins is not sufficient. I, well, I hadn't got one yet. I'm not ha- Charlie. Good example. I'm not mm-hmm. happy with nine wins. However, that's a good season for LSU. Considering considering what? What are we considering? Well, they're they're coming out from the morass of the of the Les Miles Cam Cameron years. I don't think this oh, is going to be a. You mean where they won eighty percent of their games? <laughs> Well, again, with with uh, with uh, again, think about that with a less than less than uh, proficient offense, and they won eighty percent no, of their games. A less 85. than proficient quarterback. Okay, folks, uh, let me apologize right now to the Etling family. Uh, the those, the comments from Terry do not necessarily reflect those of ESPN ninety. It doesn't matter if it's Etling or whoever they've had. It doesn't matter. Insert mediocrity here, and it's again, it's not his fault. Terry, you realize what you're doing here, don't you? What's that? You are diminishing any possible chance your daughter has a chance of being on the LSU cheerleading squad. You are squashing those as you open your mouth every time. <laughs> you're squashing the opportunity of your daughter to be a, a golden girl or whatever. Okay, look, we're okay. going to go to break. Charlie, thank you for injecting some sanity into this. Okay, what did Charlie Charlie say? says the quarterback sucks and they lost their best players. Jamie, have you been drinking? You look the ESPN 97.7. I've given that up. We're, we're going to go to break. And, but uh, I'll start shortly after this. And try to go peel the eggs off my car from LSU quarterback. Maybe it's Danny Etling out there throwing the eggs. Jeez. But it's not Danny. Danny, I like you. I think you do as good as you can do. It's not your fault. That's the new game we're going to play. It's not my fault. This guy, is, won, this guy won a national championship, folks. And he is so it wasn't my fault. And it wasn't his fault. ESPN 97.7 segment sponsored by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe. The Edge back in a minute. can drive the luxury of Lincoln for less in a pre-owned Lincoln from J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. They have a very good inventory of pre-owned Lincolns in stock, many models in all price ranges. From a 2000 Lincoln LS to a low mileage 2016 Navigator, most are certified pre-owned Lincolns with 100,000 mile warranties. You owe it to yourself to see the selection of pre-owned Lincolns today at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Some fireworks, huh? You feel that? I guess not. Too late for him, I guess. If he'd have lived through it, he could have been down off that back hole by now. Maybe thinking about a cold one after work. Too late for him. But there's still time for you. Call 811 before you dig. 
Wait for the site to be marked. And always, always dig with care. L.A. One Call. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. It's a new day, yes it is. Oh my God! Every Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. after WWE SmackDown, step into the ring with me, Rick Diamond, for exclusive shoot interviews with pro wrestling's biggest stars. Like Teddy Long, Rikishi, Vicky Guerrero, Tommy Dreamer, and good old JR, Jim Ross. It's the Rick Diamond Show on ESPN Radio 97.7. Glorious! Yeah, we live Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the Edge on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in to the debacle that is the ESPN 97.7 studios here in West Monroe. There better not be sharp objects around here because I may start throwing them soon. On behalf of the Atlin family. (laughs) Well, that just went an entirely different uh, direction. I'm glad you guys didn't hear that. A uh, couple, uh, couple things out there. Uh, playing the country song and "Ain't My Fault," uh, which is, uh, yeah, that's the theme of, of a lot of people. Nobody is happy with nine wins. Although we've had two people say that might be the best they can do. Well, uh, let me ask you a question: If you'd have kept less miles, would you be happy with nine wins? At this point, yes. Ten yes. wins, really. Really, nine and ten, nine really, and three, nine good. wins. You the people go unless he's our guy. We love him. Less consistently won ten games a year, pretty much, and he's eighty percent of his games. And I think that's the frustration of the LSU fan base. They, I think sometimes we have a tendency, and I say I, we, uh, including myself as an LSU sidewalk fan, um, we think our talent's considerably better than everybody else. The thing you talked about, you brought up Dan Mullen. That's one thing I really like about him is I think he takes a team and a quarterback. You want to talk about quarterbacks that don't come in with any fanfare. Mullen takes them and develops them. It may take a while, like he did with Fitzgerald, uh, but he's able to take a talent base that I think Mississippi, Mississippi State recruits well, but you could you could make the argument they don't have Alabama. And they 
consistently pretty good, put a good winning product on the field. Now, it's not 12 wins, 11 wins, sometimes not even 10 wins. But that's one thing you have to – that's where I think – why I think he was in the in, in the discussion about the LSU job. No disrespect to the both Mississippi State fans listening. Mm-hmm. Is Mississippi State a top 25 program in America? No. Uh, is Ole Miss a top 25 program in America? No. Sorry. I would say – I would say closer than Mississippi close, State. Closer, but not okay. Close by, but not a cigar. Is Florida right. a top twenty-five program? Yes. Auburn. Yes. Alabama. Yes. Uh, Arkansas. Yeah, put them in the Ole Miss category, right? Yeah, right there on the uh, right on the edge. So the only two that we we, we talk about non or three we talk about non top twenty-five programs: Missouri, I would say Vanderbilt, and probably Kentucky. Everybody else, with the exception of Georgia, certainly arguably top 10 program in the country. And so I, I guess my point being. Until they almost got beat by Nickel State. Yeah, it happens. Saban lost to UAB. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and, you know, again, the, the, the anomalies I don't really put a lot out there for. But what are your expectation levels? Uh, Les was good enough to win a few national championships. Uh, one, <laughs> uh, he didn't know how to read the clock or call a timeout. That's why he's gone. I think he made the wrong people mad. Double J said, is Mississippi even a real state? Yes. Uh, those yes. are the views of Double J and Double, not me. Double J, you probably need to head uh, west. Don't go through Mississippi. You're, uh, but here's the thing, Jamie. Yes. If you're LSU mm-hmm. or, or Texas A&M, Texas A&M is real similar. Take away Johnny Menzel for a moment. But Texas A&M has had five-star quarterbacks. It's like a revolving door at Texas A&M. They are the, they're the Purdue of the Southwest. they got quarterbacks starting all over the country. Yeah, they do. Uh, the Steedham kid is going to like – he's going to play well at Auburn. I saw him play at Baylor. He's good. Uh, so my question becomes, okay, why don't you have quarterbacks? Now, here was Ethan and Dodson. Ethan had a great text. He goes, look, the way Les Miles handled Jared Lee – Jordan Jefferson debacle and every other quarterback was pathetic. I used to defend less, but those quarterbacks would have looked a lot better under different coaching. I don't think Jalen Hurts is any better than the quarterbacks LSU has had, and Saban has him looking like a Heisman candidate. I, you know, I don't know if I necessarily agree with all of that. Um, <laughs> Charlie is now looking back toward the good old days of Zach Mettenberger. Yes. Who is their yeah. last really good? He's yeah. an NFL guy. He's still hanging around in the NFL. Prototypical. Uh, he wasn't going to beat you with his feet. That's for sure. You got Mettenberg out of the pocket. You had him. You had him tagged. But you bring in um, again. I think you had. I don't know. Somewhere like twenty college openings this past after college football. There were a lot of uh, openings. I mean, you're less miles, and you don't even get Western Michigan. He didn't get. I mean, that can't, to me can't coach at eighty percent of his. And I liked, and I, you know, I, I like Les Miles, and and I'm, you know, I, I thought Cam. Everything you hear about Cam Cameron, he's a great guy. But something happened to where uh, these guys have a black mark beside their name, uh, and they're not going to get picked up by anybody. Apparently, you had that many openings, and and Miles wasn't wasn't chosen. You know, you don't know the end. And know, Houston, uh, yeah. he didn't. He didn't. I mean, he may got a sniff at Houston, but he didn't get hired. I mean, you know, I think there's tells, there's an age thing. Well, there's an, an age, age thing, thing going right. on, Jamie. You know, the guy won eighty percent of his games. He's 60. one of the yeah. He's sixty something years old. You know, it's like LSU basketball. Mm-hmm. And I don't know Coach Way. I've heard good things about him. You passed on Tom Crean. Yeah. You passed on Kermit Day. You passed on proven guys. That uh, Billy Kennedy is a Louisiana guy. Right. You passed on proven guys to go after a guy that's been in a mid-major school that's done well, but 
you know, there's certainly a lot more qualified guys out there. They're, I think you could put out there if you're LSU. They chose him. I hope they do well with him. But you're a product of the decisions you make. Well, Will Wade may end up taking him to the Final Four. I don't know. But I think he's – there you go with a situation where I think about a lot of situ- – you know, there is the track record really there. I mean, from everything you hear, he's the he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But, uh, again – Or is he Tom Herman? And you've got to – like you said, right. Is he Tom Herman? Is Tom Herman going to be – Let me know, give you a stat for Texas. Okay. Texas fan out there, both of you. For the first time in history – since they've been doing recruiting uh, projections, predictions, whatever, you know, ranking kids. Mm-hmm. You know how many top ten prospects in the state of Texas, the University of Texas, signed this year? Zero. Zero. Mm-hmm. And no. so you're going, wait, we just gave this guy the Alamo and half ownership in the Houston Rockets, and we signed not one top ten kid in the entire state of Texas. Buddy, he needs that magic playbook. And how does Texas respond? They go out and build them a $65 million new locker room, and, and they've, they've turned around and they've spent a gazillion dollars to renovate their facilities. I mean, you're Texas. You're, it, you can be delusional as you want. The money's still going to be there, and that's why Tom Herman's there. Um, uh, it's, it's amazing. Um, does he have the Coach Klein magic playbook? Yeah, I, and, you know, I don't – there again, you know, you can kind of make some – as you were maybe trying to, uh, there's some similarities between the Will Wade hire and the Herman. Is it going to be, you know, Herman lost some big games there at Houston, although he had them winning for the most part. I mean, he dropped one or two to Connecticut. Jamie, and, he beat Oklahoma. And who did he beat in, the, in the, uh, the bowl the year before that? When Houston went to a bowl, who did they beat? Somebody, Florida State or somebody? Somebody pretty good. I think it was Florida State. Flor- May have Florida been Florida State. State yeah. Okay. And, and I'm not knocking Tom Herman. I'm just telling you, you take a mid-major program coach. Mm-hmm. And you insert, you know, and you could get up for Oklahoma. That's a home game for Houston. They beat Oklahoma, and Oklahoma was a disaster early, turned it around, played really well late last year in football with Stoops. Uh, you could take those guys. They can win games. You know, it's like Wichita State. Wichita State is now joining the ACC. Saw that. Okay. Uh, that's going to be different than Ohio Valley, Missouri Valley. You know, Greg now all of a sudden has been dominating with really good play. Well, guess what? Now you're going to play Syracuse, North Carolina, Duke, Virginia Houston. Tech. No, it's not the AC. It's AAC. Oh, I'm sorry, AAC. Now, yeah, you, yeah you're going to play uh, Houston. Houston and all that group. Yeah, uh, my bad. Crowd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but still, a, a considerable step up in competition. Yeah, and so it's not um, going to be nearly as uh, SMU is in that group, uh, and some others are. Tulane, uh, Tulane Connecticut, terrible. Um, yeah, Tulane's awful. Again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Tulane is a Louisiana school. They're Every, bad. Everyone knows that Terry is Texas proud. Uh, they're bad right now, but they got done leaving. They're going to be better. You watch. Um, well, that's another pro coach that's coming in. Yeah. It's, it's much similar to Patrick Ewing. Yeah. He's never signed the f- or recruited the first college player ever. He's a guy, the NBA guy. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see if that magic playbook works. It hadn't so far. Well, it hasn't, but, I, you know, uh, again, I think uh, – you know, give Lee. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the key. I mean, I, I look at the same. That I do. We do agree on. You know, how does that translate from a, a pro guy like Ewing and Dunleavy? Um, how does that translate to the to the college game because they haven't previously recruited? Um, we'll see. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm think, John. I'm pro, and we're going to get out of here. I'm, I'm very pro Louisiana. I'm also a realist. Mm-hmm. I don't put colored glasses on and go just because they're from here or there. I'll, I know. You know, you look at it objectively, and I'll leave you with this, and we'll, we'll probably get into this tomorrow. I didn't mean to go in this direction on the show, but it did. Um, you know, you, you have weaknesses. I think you assess weaknesses. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's not like they sat around in a staff meeting before and go, you know, we're really good at quarterback. Yes. They're going to go, what do we have to do? And, you know, they tried to – it didn't work. But, uh, you know, maybe it will this year. Maybe, maybe Etling – uh, wins the Heisman Trophy, and I hope he does. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to give our uh, our apologies to the Etling family. Uh, as you know, I'm a big Danny Etling fan. Terry, not so much. But we do wish the Etlings a, a wonderful uh, summer and fall. Uh, Terry, uh, Make sure the insurance is paid up. Yeah, Terry, meanwhile, has seen his tuition at LSU double. Uh, for his daughter, and and rightly so, uh, but anyway, we will. I look forward to tomorrow or more fun and frivolity, yep. and we will we will pick this up. And uh, sorry, I took you down the rat hole. Uh, yeah, you did. That, that, Only I can take you down spring yeah, game. I, I've been missing. I'm that. in a weakened state too, Terry. So just wait till I'm I'm in full health. This is this is going to get ugly. Yeah, it could. Good stuff today, Jamie. Appreciate you coming in. Thanks to John Tabor. Thanks to our sponsors today. It is going to be Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. It's going to be uh, our friends at GB Cooley. Mm-hmm. We're only support of Worthwhile Cause, Louisiana Special Evidence. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Can't forget Bobby, tremendous local attorney, specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Don't delay. Call Bobby today, 318-342-1411. And our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get. I'm going to see if I can get Danny Etling a discount for Dr. Weber. We're out of here. Thanks to John Tabor. Make sure you stay tuned for Sean Fox's Sports Company this afternoon. The Edge, back tomorrow, folks. Aloha. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. 